aspects of faith. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1 and also verse 6. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Verse 6, but without faith it is impossible to please him. So in verse 1, the substance of things hoped for is a substance, blueprint if you will, or what we pray for, what we are believing for, is the evidence of things not seen, is the proof that what we still what we yet cannot see with our natural eyes still exists. Faith is the proof that what we cannot yet see with our natural eyes still exists. It exists in the spirit. The word of God has given birth to it in our hearts, in our spirits. And God is bringing it to pass. Faith is there all the time, even before you see the answer, even before you can see what we have believed for is alive it exists we must maintain hold fast therefore the profession of our faith without wavering we must keep that faith and feed that faith nurture that faith protect that faith so that faith can give birth to that answer one day but for the believer is already there we are going to the future we are already rejoicing in the answer before we see it, it becomes so real. And the stronger the faith becomes, and the stronger the faith grows as we feed it with the Word of God, as we feed it by praising God, as we feed it by taking the right actions, the stronger that faith grows, the happier you are, the more joyous you are. And sometimes we, we can almost forget that it has not yet been manifested. We have, we have not yet given birth, if you will, to the miracle that we're believing for. Faith needs to be fed and faith needs to be maintained. And we have to speak by faith the answer based on the Word of God. Now this whole process of believing God is something tremendous that God has established. For many people, faith is like an obstacle. They think, oh, if I only had faith, I only can believe in the minister might say, just believe, just believe, just believe. But see, the best thing is to say, point the person to the word of God, the promise, the promise that God has given, the promise for salvation, the promise for healing, the promise for provision and prosperity, the promise for peace, the promise for protection. God has given us all these promises. The promise for being with us and leading us. God has given us these promises. And that's what gives birth to the faith. Not just faith, faith, faith. No. What is God saying? It is impossible to please God if we don't have confidence in what he says. If God has told us to believe him and it is impossible for us to believe him. I remember many years ago I was in that state of mind that I was trying to believe but I didn't know how but then God revealed it to me by his spirit he revealed to me the scriptures how the faith can be born and how the faith can grow and how the faith brings birth to the promise of God God has placed in our hands the means whereby faith can be produced so the responsibility rests with us if God would have told us that without faith it is impossible to please him and he would not have told us how to get faith and we didn't have faith 
then it would be God's fault, right? The opposite is true. God has told us to have faith, and God has told us how we can get faith and how we can grow our faith. So the blame, if there is blame to go around, is not with God, it's with us. We don't spend enough time with the Word. We don't have to spend enough time with Him to find out how we can have faith and how that faith can grow and how that faith is the answer. We can say that God showed me this when I was in a meeting, a campaign in, in Latin America. God showed me that faith was like a connection to God. And God was saying, by his stripes, by my stripes, you are healed. Now, that's the word of God. But in order for that word to become a reality in my life, and in your life, in the believer's life, there has to be a connection. Now, Jesus made a connection, but the connection to that promise that was established by the blood of Jesus is like a pipeline. Hallelujah. And that promise is piped from God to us through this pipeline. And that pipeline is faith. The answer comes through the pipeline to our hearts. And from our hearts, it goes out through our mouths. It becomes a reality in our lives because it's by faith in God. It's by the Spirit that we receive the answers, the spirit of faith, 2 Corinthians 4.13. Now if we take real quickly here, how we can have faith to be saved, or how we can have faith to have our sins forgiven, which is the most important miracle that a person can experience. For the Jewish nation, the people of Israel, or the Jewish nation, the biggest challenge was to get rid of sin. And God had given them instructions how they had to offer all these sacrifices and they had to do all these different things. And it was all about obedience. If you would do this, if you obey me, if you hearken to my words, if you, if you, if you do these things which I have told you to do this, the first covenant, then I will bless you. And then you will be healed and then you will be prosperous. I'll protect you. I will give you rain in the right season. I will protect you from your enemies. I will bless you. This was all about obeying God. So the biggest hurdle was sin. And it still is. But it has been resolved through the blood of Jesus. Jesus had taken away, erased the sin by becoming a sacrificial lamb for us. Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. John 1.29 He is the Lamb of God that took away all the sin. So what is it for us to do now? We have to know that first. And that knowledge comes by reading the Word of God. So if we read from Romans 10, it says in verse 8, But what saith it? The Word is nigh thee even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the Word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. A more correct translation will be so that faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ, the anointed word. 
So we're reading in, in uh, 2 Corinthians 3.6, the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. So the letter itself is not enough. We have to have the Spirit quickening. But the word of faith is the quickened word of God that God speaks through His servants in the earth. When that word is heard, faith is born in the listener that receives it. And when we receive that word of salvation, then with that word of salvation comes salvation. Faith is born. The Spirit quickens that word. We feel the need of a Savior. We feel the need to repent from sin. We feel the need of God's help and forgiveness. Then, as we receive this wonderful offer, accepting our salvation that has already been purchased, we believe it in our hearts and confess it with our mouths. Then the Bible says we are saved. Hallelujah. That's how simple it is. And it says in verse 13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If I'm not saved and I just say, Lord, save me. I call you in the name in faith now, right then and right there, as I believe that word and I receive through that word my salvation. I am saved. So it's very important to go back to the basics, the aspects, the foundational truths about faith. And that's what we're going to do in this series. We'll continue to elaborate more about this in our next program. If you will study Romans 10, and if you will study Hebrews 11, 1 through 6, and see what God is speaking to you there, and allow God by His Spirit to quicken His Word, and that faith through the Word will grow in your heart. Also, you can look at Ephesians 2, 8, for by grace are we saved through faith, and that not of ourselves, it is the gift of God. So Romans 10 also, verse 8 through 10, and also verse 13, 14, and 17. Until next time, may God richly bless you, is my prayer. Amen.